You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Hi, I'm your host, Julie Larson Brisher, and welcome to episode 74 of Meeting Pod, where we're talking high tech automation and hashtag amazing innovation with Heath Lloyd, Senior Director, Prepared Foods Business Operations with Wayne Farms. Wayne Farms LLC, a subsidiary of Continental Grain Company, is the seventh largest vertically integrated poultry producer in the U.S., with annual sales exceeding $2 billion. The company owns and operates 11 fresh and further processed facilities throughout the Southeast, produces more than 2.6 billion pounds of poultry products each year, and employs more than 9,000 individuals. Many in our Meeting Place community will likely know Heath, who has worked in the U.S. poultry sector for more than 25 years, including holding a variety of management roles at Wayne Farms since 1998, from HACCP coordinator and production supervisor to plant and operations manager positions. During his career, Heath also served as Vice President of Prepared Foods with Pilgrim's Pride and as President and COO of protein processor Gemstone Foods. He began his career at Kegels after earning a bachelor's degree in poultry science from Auburn University. In his current role, Heath directs operations for both of the company's further processing facilities. Under his management, Wayne Farms Prepared Foods produces more than 3 million pounds of poultry products and 600,000 pounds of sausage products each week. Heath is also the owner of a family poultry farm and has served as a board member for the Alabama Poultry and Egg Association. We're excited to talk with Heath today about Wayne Farms' completion of a major upgrade and capacity expansion to its Decatur Prepared Foods facility with the installation of a new high-tech equipped cooked products line. The upgrade enables the facility to increase production by more than 42 million pounds each year. The new system brings another level of sophistication to the Wayne Farms Decatur East-West Prepared Foods Complex already one of the industry's most advanced poultry further processing facilities. Welcome to Meeting Pod. It's really a pleasure to have you as a guest on the podcast today, Heath. Good morning. Well, you know, before we get into today's focus on the new production line, Heath, I'd love to know a little more about how you got your start in the poultry business and what you like most about your career. Okay. Well, I got my start initially. My uncle owned and operated what was called Macraft Foods in Albertville, Alabama. And when I was in about the 10th grade or so, he came to me and said, I'd love for you to work in the business. If that's something that interests you and you want to pursue it, I will fund for you to go to Auburn and get a poultry science degree. So I couldn't turn that down. And so I went to Auburn, got my degree. And actually interned for Wayne Farms in Union Springs for a couple of summers. And that's where I got my initial start. And then once I graduated, I moved closer to home and went to work for Kegels for a period of time, a couple of years, and then moved on over to where all my buddies were working at Wayne Farms. So 
I decided to go over there and join them in the Albertville facility. That's great. You know, what I kind of found interesting about your bio, too, was that you are actually the owner of a family poultry farm. And I thought, wow, that's your career. Plus, you're kind of keeping the thing alive right at your own home. Right. And we have gotten away from, fortunately and Unfortunately, we've gotten away from the chicken growing business and we really just got into the recreational farming <laughs> side of things. As I've gotten older, I wanted less to keep up with. <laughs> right, right. Well, let's turn our attention a little bit now to this production line 51 at Decatur yes. East West Plant. What products are being produced on this new line and what were the drivers or business considerations for adding the new line in the first place? Sure. Going into last physical years when we actually started the demo process of the existing line 51 and the reason we decided to upgrade and build a new fully cooked processing line is we wanted to clean our mix up and offer capacity to new and existing customers that were, I mean, demand's been really high over the last couple of years, especially in the fully cooked wing segment of our business. And adding this additional line for wings allowed us to clean up our breaded mix on line 53 as well. So it streamlined some mix related issues that we had between breaded and roasted and fried and non-fried. So it allowed us the opportunity to add an additional 42 million pounds of wing production that goes to really our top from a volume standpoint. Products over there are food service related items and Gordon's food service wings for that particular line. Well, that sounds great. I mean, the wing business, as you know, is going crazy this last couple of years. And that facility is connected to your R&D facility. Is that true? Yes, ma'am. It's on site here at the complex. It's just across the way from the plants. Yeah, yeah. So that's Mm -hmm. great. And what kind of -of state-of-the-art processing and packaging technologies have gone into this new production line? And kind of, can you tell me a little bit more about what performance or productivity or other benefits that you're really expecting to achieve from these automated systems and the line as a whole? Sure. And what we're looking to benefit from, of course, labor is continues to be an issue for everybody in the industry. And when we were designing this particular line, we were thinking, you know, to integrate automation into every category that we had from front, the raw side to the fully cooked side. And we were fortunate enough to purchased JBT's state-of-the-art oven with throughput capacities of up to 18,000 pounds an hour. And we had Gia with their new freezer that was also capable of that throughput. And along with those two pieces of equipment and the technology that they bring, we really started focusing on robotics and our pack-out in and instituting some case pack robotics that would allow us to streamline that process from a manual labor standpoint and improve the overall cost associated with every pound that's ran on that line. Yeah. So are you experiencing success with being able to alleviate any labor challenges that you might have? Absolutely. Fortunately, we're in a better position right now from a staffing standpoint then we've been in quite some time and hopefully COVID will stay a non-factor for the short term at least. And 
it has allowed us to utilize our people in key areas versus just utilizing them. We've in case packing or stacking and that kind of thing and just your day-to-day manual high rep job positions. Yeah. So you've put this automation into this production line. Is that something that you guys now are able to gather more data, you know, that would help inform you get those key performance indicators? What it's going to allow us to do by putting this on line 51 with the high capacity that line 51 will run, it will allow us the opportunity to test that equipment out and assure that it's something we want to pursue in the other departments. And if it'll work on line 51, it will work on our other departments that run at a lower throughput capacity in some areas. Right, right. Yeah, that's good. We've been talking a lot on previous episodes with folks about doing more incremental introduction of automation and finding that place on your line where, you know, it's a pressure point. And if you can get some automation in there to relieve that pressure point, and yet you get a benefit out of it, um, Mm -hmm. that may be the way to go rather than getting overwhelmed with, you know, I've got to automate the entire line from the beginning to the end, right? Right. We've really tried to pick out the areas that we have a hard time staffing. I meant to be honest, the areas that are, you know, those monotonous high rep positions that, you know, let's be honest, nobody really wants to do. Yeah, yeah. And have you found also that maybe you've had to do a little bit more in the reskilling area because of that? Well, those pieces of equipment take a different automation mindset from a maintenance standpoint. And absolutely, we've had to adapt to the requirements of programming and troubleshooting those particular pieces of equipment is always something that we're continuously training and improving our maintenance technicians and automation technicians with. Yeah, yeah, I know. In fact, I'm not recalling it because it's been in place, I think, for a couple of years. But I know Wayne Farms does a lot of partnering with local community colleges on that sort of to reskill, especially in that maintenance area, like you just said. And we do. Yeah. And that's probably a podcast for another day. But I'm witnessing now a lot of people introducing these pieces of, you know, automated equipment. And not only are they becoming more data driven, but they are seeing that little bit of a pivot they have to make in terms of training employees. Absolutely. Well, as you've noted, because I asked you earlier, Decatur's dual plant operation is co-located with Wayne Farms' USDA Certified Customer Innovation Center, which is your R&D showcase, right, of food and culinary technology. Can you give us an example or two of how Line 51 accommodates or creates some synergies for new business opportunities through product innovation and development? Absolutely. And we're always testing and trying out new products. And our customer innovation center is really added a excitement to when we do have customers over. And if it's for Line 51 or, or 46, we have a platform that we utilize over there with we have a company chef, we have all the equipment necessary to plate and serve all of our customers with the products that we're showing them on the production floor. We also have a scaled plant inside the customer innovation center with miniature equipment and that can accommodate 
any of our mix that we have been produced on the production floor. So we run small batch tests over there. We can do that in front of the customer. We can take that particular control product, bring it in-house, break it down, and then run it in our facility and show it to our customers. So it really works out good and gives us an area that's away from the plant to really spend time with the potential customers and our current customers. Our current customers, a lot of them use us when they are putting together or building a product to go to production and they lean on us because they know that we have those facilities over there. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, on a little side note, is the chicken sandwich war still going on? You know, I think it is. I think I've just seen where KFC is came out with a new one last week. <laughs> so, yes, it's still going on. <laughs> well, here's my bit of a final question today, Heath. It's based on something that I read in your official bio. And you had given a favorite quote. And the quote was, get better or get beaten. It's a sentiment that really celebrates both the benefits of strategic forward thinking and the competitive spirit. That's my opinion of that. But so based on this quote and your expertise in the industry, could you share some insight with our listeners about continuous improvement, especially as it relates to the adoption of like these industry 4.0 smart manufacturing technologies in today's poultry plant operations? Sure. You know, that's a quote that, you know, I've used throughout my career and and I've been in it long enough to know now that if you're not looking for ways to better yourself on a day to day standpoint, your people are always changing the equipment. You're going to have issues. It's about am I better today than I was yesterday in this particular category that drives our you know, we use process focus initiative here at Wayne Farms where we focus on what gets us to the end result. And it's so important for our people on a day to day basis to better themselves from the previous day in whatever category is it. Is it am I better on how I'm treating my people, how I coach my people? Am I better on yielding throughput today on this particular product than I was yesterday? If you don't have that mindset and you're just content with whatever result you get, this industry will eat you alive. And because we have a lot of really good competitors and really good processors. And our goal is at the end of the year is to be in the top 25% of AgriStats as a company. And we've achieved that pretty consistently as of late. And we're proud of that. So if you don't get better, somebody's out there is going to beat you. And they will catch you if it's technology. You know, if you're not on the front end of the technology, you're late to the game at this point because, you know, your labor pools are in some cases shrinking and you have to be able to come up with plan B and it should be a good one. So I think that's it. (laughs) No, it's a good answer. I often say here that we often as business to business trade journalists, we often talk to our readers and listeners in this case about continuous improvement, how important it is when we try to share tips amongst your colleagues, right? How to, mm-hmm. how to do that better. But a lot of times we don't apply that to themselves. So I like that quote because it kind of applies to any industry, right? If you don't stay, just like you've just said, if you don't stay on top of things, <laughs> there's always somebody around the corner who is going to, and you'll get left in the dust. Really. <laughs> 
Well, I really, I want to take this minute to just thank you again, Heath, for taking the time today to share your insights with us on Meeting Pod. And listeners, finding out more about Wayne Farms' hashtag amazing chicken is just a click away at www.waynefarms.com. There you can explore the company's range of fresh, ready-to-cook, and ready-to-eat poultry products, including Wayne Farms' chicken products, Gap Step 2 Rated Naked Truth Premium Chicken, Buffaloes and Crispy Flyers Chicken Wings, and Chef's Craft Gourmet Chicken Sausage. And for a deeper dive into Wayne Farms' thought leadership, visit our podcast directory page at our website, www.meetingplace.com slash industry slash podcasts, where you'll find previously aired episodes featuring Heath's Wayne Farms colleagues, Juan Fra DeViena, Director of Quality Assurance and Food Safety, Michael Crump, Senior Director of Fresh Operations, and Brian Miller, Vice President of Quality Assurance and Food Safety. These poultry pros are, as Wanfra likes to say, hashtag amazing. So be sure to check out their episodes online. You can also head over to www.meaningplace.com to access our technical article archives to get more smart manufacturing advice from our Industry 4.0 Connect newsletters and podcasts. Thanks again, Heath. I'm hoping to get a tour of that facility to see that production line 51 soon. Okay. Thanks for spending time with Meeting Pod today. Remember to tune in on Mondays and get the inside track on the people and processes that power the protein supply. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Meeting Place and Altmate magazines on social media or visit our websites at meetingplace.com and alt-meet.net.